So, but yeah, the past couple of weeks now we've been having issues. So I think uh, we do actually sell, which I didn't think was actually made in the consumer world. We sell at the, the store uh, a cable modem router minus the wireless part. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably end up getting that because I need I need to be able to split that signal. And a, uh, I don't think a switch coming out of the cable modem would, uh, would work. And then I'll probably upgrade the router, the wireless router as well. Anyway, food for thought later. Technology. Uh, speaking right. of technology, Joseph. Yeah, this is, you, this... uh, you look at some of the stuff from CES. I did, but that's not the transition I was making. Uh, that was one of the ones I was going to make. Uh, oh. But uh, speaking of computer woes, so uh, as you might be able to see behind me, Joe, my office is sort of back to normal. Yes, I see that. I'm seating at my desk, actually. Look at this, a desk. But the question is, uh, my iMac, uh, the one from many moons ago, 2011 to be exact, uh, obviously had stopped working. Uh a while ago, mm-hmm. and when we transitioned the office, I uh, never got up and running. Now that I have the office back, the computer's up, uh, but it still doesn't work. Uh, question for you, maybe you don't know, maybe you do know, I don't know. Uh, I believe it's the hard drive, because I can't get it to even go into inter- internet recovery mode. Uh, can... I use a uh, solid state with a uh, desktop adapter, like a full size. Oh, nope. Oh. Jesus Christ, this connection is horrible. Let's go plug your phone into the into the modem. I don't have Ethernet plugged into this room. I wouldn't doubt it. That's another thing I'll have to fix. If you need some help, uh, you know, Total Tech can help you with that. <laughs> Just kidding. Who? Total Tech. Oh, Total Tech? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I need. No, I figure uh, I either won't run, because technically there is Ethernet that runs this room, but uh, the routers that I have only support four ports, so four rooms of the five that uh, we have here. One goes to my brother's room, one goes to the the living room, one goes to the kitchen, and one goes to the spare bedroom. Probably just refinagle things around and take the the kitchen out of the equation. Uh, okay, you're running a little bit better there now. Uh, uh, yeah. So, what was your question? Something about putting a drive in? Yeah, so I know how to replace the drive, but my question is I couldn't find an exact answer. Uh, can I use a solid-state drive? With a with the desktop, uh, adap- with the the bigger adapter. Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. I, f- I figured I could, but I just couldn't find anybody online that said you could do it. Um, yeah, we used to do it all the time in those Macs. Okay. Because uh, I would like yeah. to do, I would like to get it up and running again and use that. Uh, but uh, the drive that wasn't that they don't make anymore, and nobody does because it's that hybrid no, drive. Um. 
so I was looking at stuff and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I guess I could do that. And we'll see. The only problem that you might run into, which is fixable, but just to let you know, uh, what version of, of OS was on there? I don't fucking remember. It's not going to be Either very way, new. You may run into an issue where you'll, you'll even try and use internet recovery to, uh, to recover, to reinstall the operating system. And it'll tell you that the image is corrupt or something. Well, it's not true. The image isn't corrupt. It's that, uh, Apple stopped signing the certificates for the older OSs. So what you have to do is when you in, go into recovery mode, you have to uh, change the date and time of your computer to about the time that that OS was out. And then it should work. Interesting. You may have to create an image using another computer which you already have a Mac, so it should be relatively easy. Uh, and then do that and unplug it from the network because otherwise it'll pull the time down from the network. Gotcha. But it's doable. There are fixes for it. Yeah. I, I'd rather try to fix it than buy a new one. So Even at the uh, at the store, we have those images available. So we'll probably just uh, take a day to head down to the store and create copies of the image. Legally, everybody, legally. We do this legally. Yeah, legally, everybody. Legally. We have the images at the store. I might shoot uh, Matthew a text. I'm like, yo, bro. Yo, bro. Yo, bro. I need that shit. Your what? Well, I'm also ha- I'm having that, that your issue where all the safe stories that I had uh, aren't showing up. Yeah, it's fun, right? Not really. Yeah, I, no, used, I usually have my phone right next to me. Now I don't. Aren't you on your I phone? Left it. Good point. That's a good point. My phone's right there. My iPad's in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. He's gone, everybody. He's walking through I'm his house. I'm gone, but I'm not forgotten. I'm still here. Oh, he's like a ghost. So wireless headphones, dude. Holy smokes! We're in the we're I'm in the back. future, everybody. I'm back again. Why is technology just not working today? I don't get it. That'd be too easy, bro. That would be too easy, bro. That that uh. So I bought a new new uh, jacket for working out that has a hood on it, and it uh, it just reminds me of why I don't look good in hoods because I either look like uh, some homeless guy, some crazed homeless guy, or uh, like some old superhero that doesn't want to get involved anymore, but has to. Like that mo- like that show or movie with uh, Sylvester Stallone was it the Samaritan? The Samaritan, yeah, exactly. I actually scared the dog. I came, I went to go mix my protein shake and uh, the dog was in my brother's room and uh, she comes out of the, out of there and just stops, stares at me and just starts barking at me. And so I pulled the hood down and she goes, oh, 
Oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't like hats and hoods. Yeah. Even if they know you, they're like, mm, I don't know about this. I don't know. You kind of look sketchy. You smell familiar, but that look, though. Roof, 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 roof. Story's not coming across still? No, it's not that the stories aren't coming across. It's, that it's not showing me the the history section. Okay, all technology is failing me right now. Yeah, it is. Shitting on you left and right, bud. It's time to go Amish. Yeah, time to go full Amish. Start raising barns. I'll have to just do some of this for memory. Uh, so this past week... Uh, is or at least uh, this past couple of days has started CES. You sir. And this is the second year that they've started uh, doing it uh, in person again, right? Yeah. I think they did it in person uh, last year as I well. I believe so, yeah. I just don't remember last year being like CES. No, this year, though, of some of the uh, things that I'm seeing coming out of it are fucking, they're straight up CES uh, alley where it's a uh, it's stuff that you know that's never going to come to to fruition, uh, but it's just gnarly shit uh, that companies are doing. And I, I wish I could pull it up because I don't remember what company it is. I want to say it was LG has a has a car on display that has displays all over it, and so it, you can basically make the car look however you want. With all these many uh, displays on it, I, I want to say they called it the the chameleon car or something like that. Oh, uh, that's the. Are you talking about the Volkswagen? The Volkswagen, yes. Yeah. Or was that Volkswagen that did that? It's Volkswagen. It's called the ID Seven. Like, there's no way that that's going to be any a any type of production car because it'd be a nightmare to to actually produce and maintain. Yup. Uh, but imagine like somebody actually driving that thing out in the in public and just you just whatever they put on there you just see scrolling across their car it'd be really weird it'd be such a distraction though it'd be kind of cool to see but good lord it was weird looking imagine putting cameras all over it too and then like displaying what's on the opposite side of the car on those those panels it's like invisibility but with tires try and get like an invisible invisible Volkswagen I really don't know why this isn't working anyway so I thought that was that was interesting and cool um god what was the next one I sent you, so I sent you a called, picture what I sent you a picture is that the if, make sure that's the one you're talking about because I think that's the one you're talking about it probably is. I, I doubt that there's multiple yeah. uh, versions of, of this thing. And that's not even coming through. That's awesome. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, it came through on my watch. Good. But my iPad is still nothing. That's good. Either way, this is just going to be a great failure of a show. Um... The, there's another one that the company is called Withings. Do you know who they are? 
Withings? Withings. Uh-uh. I don't know what that one is. Okay. So I actually own a bunch of their stuff uh, because there's a, they're a great uh, like fitness tracker uh, company. Uh, their scale is one of the bigger, one of the best things that they, uh, I bet you if you, if you go to their website now, it'll show you what I'm about to say. Uh, so they, they make watches, uh, not full on like Apple, Apple watches, but more or less like real watches with a little screen on them, but they do, uh, workout tracking and stuff like that. They make, uh, those scales that you can do body composition and whatnot. And that's what I have is a, is one of their body composition scales. They also make uh, thermometers, the ones that you like, you know, go across your head. And all these are like app connected things. They also make a sleep tracker. Uh, I have one of their, I have their bed sleep tracker, which is really cool. But this CES, their newest product that they announced is a urine analysis tool. Nope. You stick it into your toilet. Oh, that, thank God. And you just... <sighs> thought you were going somewhere else with it. I was like, oh. No, it looks like... The, and I don't know the exact size. It's probably about the size of a, of a hockey puck. But you, the way they have it imaged is that you, you stick it into your toilet just under the lip of the bowl, and then your whole idea is you, you just pee on it. And from that, it can tell you what the composition of your urine is so tell you if uh, if you're you're missing minerals or vitamins or stuff like that or for the girls out there if you are within your cycle of ovulation i kind of want it it looks like a uh, google nest or google uh yeah uh, home or home. Puck or whatever it is yeah whatever that fucking home. thing is yeah the u scan i see yeah. it right now yeah yeah just you're peeing on a Google Home. What the fuck, man? Google, what's my pee? I'm not gonna lie, I kinda want it. Jesus, five hundred dollars? Oh, is that the price? They never listed a price on any of the articles I saw. But I was wondering if it wouldn't be pricey. Let's see if they give any more because in the articles that I read they didn't really give a whole lot more information on it. Well, it's a terrible uh, picture. Including the price. Like $500 is, that's way too much. Now, if I get a discount on it, that brings it down to like $200, maybe. So if you go, oh, Jesus. So on, uh, uh, on the, on the website, I went, I, well, I went from this article I was reading. It brought me right to the scan section of the Withings, uh, website. It is uh-huh. a horrific picture. Is it? I can't pull it up. My internet is so goddamn crap right now. I can't pull it up. So, I mean, I would send a picture of it, but... Oh, actually, can I... But my iPad has still not even gotten it. Oh, good. That's fantastic. My watch got it. My iPad didn't. Anyway, keep going. Can I... Can I share screen I'm literally with you? Gonna, I'm literally going to get off this call and just go order a fucking... Can you see that? Uh, Cody shared a screen sharing click. I don't know if it works or not, but I know my end does. I don't know if it's going to work on your phone. What's weird is it puts you up in the right-hand corner, and I think I can, like, it's just a black screen for the rest of it. Oh, good. Excellent. Good, good, 
Good job. Technology. Yep, everything's failing today. I'm just going to blame my internet. Okay. Well, I tried to be cool and use technology, but... Whatever, homie. Okay, there we go. No, wait. Going on. Now there's just a black what? Let's see if I can try this again. What the fuck is going on here? Oh wait, there it is. Yep, it showed up. You see it? Okay. Yep, I see it now. Okay. Yep. I just re I just closed the sharing window and brought it back up. What was weird though is it left a black window on my phone that covered your face. So I went back to the my picture up in the right hand corner you in the main and it was just a black square of your over your face so everything's just going great today awesome so anyways that's the picture I'm, i was saying uh, right from their website when you bring up the u scan is yes. just what i mean it's obviously it's probably not urine uh but it's just the image of it you know you're supposed to be peeing on it so it's like boom here it is I am curious. Maybe uh, you can scroll down a little bit, and they can see how you can see how it attaches in there. Like I know there's an under lip of a toilet, but is that what you're supposed to do? Is get up all in there and I, like, I know I, I know this is on your phone, uh, but this picture shows it the little tab. Yeah, hanging. that's dangling. But I'm wondering if there's a better picture of it, like where it exactly attaches. Uh, well, that's a picture yeah. of the insides. That's a lot of colors and nothing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guy who probably invents this because he likes pee. Uh, okay, well, let's see. Oh, I can't play the audio because it'll come across on the recording, so <laughs> never mind. Because there's a video right here. But I ain't paying for that, so. I wonder if I can. All right, whatever. It probably hooks right up underneath the... Uh rim of the toilet yeah but Probably. you know $500 is way too much but like if this was more reasonable this is probably something I would just to be like okay how much like because uh, I take multi-items every once in a while yeah, you know that I just purely just pee that shit out but I wonder how much I'm actually absorbing or how much if it like you know, how much water or whatnot. So, it'd be interesting. It would be interesting. Uh, let me think. What else was that I saw? Oh. What's your opinion of... Uh, do you know what the Hue Play is? Hue Play. No. What is a hue play? Okay. Sorry, the internet cut out for such a long time. Uh, so remember those Philips TVs that had the ambient light on them? Yeah. Okay. So hue play is a box that uh, that Philips Hue uh, sells that goes in between whatever your sources are, so your receiver or Apple TV or Xbox or whatever. 
and then outputs uh, HDMI as well to your your TV. It's just a pass-through box essentially. But what it does is it grabs the color that is around the edge of the picture. From there, you can buy strips of uh, hue lights that are specifically meant to mount to the back of your TV. And then also you can add in whatever hue lamps or whatever else that you have around your TV or in the living room and assign them to different areas. Basically the idea is that you, whatever's, whatever color is there will be projected uh, in that area around your TV. So basically adding a color uh, ambiance to to the TV, or uh, what do they call that? It's a uh, uh, there's something specifically that they call that type of technology, but I can't remember what it is specifically for your TV. Anyway, so they've had the the Hue Play out for a while. The box has been out for a couple of years now, and I think it costs like two hundred and thirty dollars. So it's a relatively expensive thing to get into. And then the light strips for a 65-inch TV was like $150, I want to say. Because I've been looking at, I've been thinking about getting something like it because I like the idea of it. I just don't know if it'd be worth it. Yeah, I'm looking at this stuff right now. What? I'm looking at that stuff right now. I just, I don't, so I'm, maybe I'm just too old. (laughs) Uh, I don't like lights around my TVs. The thing is, it's supposed to basically help you uh, get into what is on TV more. Uh, God, I can't remember what the... And I would look it up, but my internet is crap right now. Uh, Bias lighting. That's what it is. So it's basically uh, it's supposed to help you not uh, have such a focus on, like a hard focus on, on what you're watching, but it's supposed to help with softening the focus and uh, or relieving eye strain on your uh, relieving eye strain. Uh, and I would think that, because I've seen picture, I've seen people do it on YouTube and whatnot, and it and done well, it looks like it can add, you know, something really cool to uh, the experience. So imagine playing games and like an explosion goes off and you see like it, you know, that bright light of the explosion, you know, off the screen of the TV and projected onto your wall. Anyway, so that technology has been out for, for a while. That's not what I'm talking about right here. What I'm talking about is Samsung has announced that in their new TVs, they will be featuring the ability you to hook the TV directly up to the uh, Hue system to be able to directly control that without having a Hue play. Interesting. But there's a catch. Okay. It's an app that has to be installed on the TV, and it costs one hundred and thirty dollars. Nope. Right. Why the fuck does this app cost $130? I read that in one article and thought I was misreading it, so I went to and found another article about it just to confirm that it's $130 for the app alone. Mind you, you're still paying for the light strips. 
to go on the TV and every other light that goes around it. But $130 for the apps, you have to be shitting. I don't think there's an app out there. Well, actually, I know there is like one one or two apps out there that are super expensive by design just to trick people into trying to buy them. Uh, but this is the first one I've ever heard of that would probably be useful, but is ridiculously expensive for what it is. Because at that point, why don't I just go buy the box, which has like, I think, five HDMI in and actually get use out of that. Like, I don't get it. That's way too expensive for the, for an app. Yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. Like, I like the idea of it. You're reducing, you're taking the box out of the, out of the, the equation. But if you're taking the physical hardware out of the equation, how the hell does that software cost $130? I'm guessing it's because they have to pay licensing through Philips to utilize it. But the other thing too, this is the this is the this is the part that I have a problem with, right? It's not that yes, it's 130 whatever dollars for the app, right? And it's uh whatever price for the I didn't even look at the hub or where the fucking thing was called. I skipped over it. The the play is two hundred and thirty like two hundred and thirty dollars. But also at that point, if it's also a feature, because this is probably what you're gonna get at, if it's a feature that you're touting for the new TVs, why don't you just include the price of the app in the TV? Yeah. And just have the app be quote unquote free. Why is it an extra charge? You're announcing this, and why is it an extra charge? And then you have to install it. If you're going to announce it, this should just be an this should just be a feature that's pre-installed. And the cost of it, if there would be one, which there obviously is, would just be included in the price of the TV. And this app is then quote-unquote free for these TVs. Um, so actually what I was going to say is um, if that TV goes away uh, because it's goes bad anything like that and the next version of the TV doesn't have that feature then right. the app you bought is useless but the and the equipment you bought is also useless until you buy the $250 hub. Right. So like you're, it's vaporware at that point that has accessories. Yeah. So like you might as well just spend a little bit more and buy the hub and be able to utilize that on any TV and any setup you have in the future. Yeah. Versus utilizing the TV, which yeah, TVs last a pretty long time, right? But right. they do have failures. And if down the line, part of the user agreement, if you read it properly, says that they can change the software whenever they want and they can eliminate things. And if the contract they have with Philips goes away, so does that software. Even if you paid for the app, doesn't matter. Software negates that. It's, it's called an end user license agreement. And if they don't have that anymore, 
part of that in license user agreement you you make when you say accept is that you're accepting the use of the software. If the software goes away, it goes away. Mm-hmm. So uh, that sounds sounds shitty to me. Uh, if if you were to do this, I would say spend a little more money and buy the hub and not worry about what TV has or hasn't doesn't have it. Right. Because not enough yeah. people will will want it to make that a feature that other TVs will then go forward and have. No, not at this point. Yeah. And then also, with the TV, how is it, is it limited to how many of these lights you can have? Do you have the full breadth of the of the same capabilities as the hub? Because the hub, uh, I'm trying to look at all the stuff here. So the hub connects is you still the way I understand it, you still have to connect it to a because uh, you you do have a main control box for all your hue lights. The the play box has to connect to that hub and the hub supports up to I want to say it was somewhere around a hundred lights or something like that so technically yes the way I understand it is if you had a hundred lights in your living room you could technically hook up all 100 lights to the to either way, either going through the app because everything is controlled by the, the hub, really, or using the play box. So the play box, uh, it's called the play HDMI sync box. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So that is literally just the the signal processing portion of it, right? So that's basically correct. Your signal it comes takes into in that the signals, and then it just processes what colors should be there, sends that out to your hub. And then whatever lights you have connected to that hub, the bridge that are set up, the bridge, yeah, there we go, the bridge that are set up in your living room, that's what then controls those lights to display whatever they are. But, but that bridge does have a limited number of lights that you can hook up to it. Like I said, I think it's somewhere around a hundred. Gotcha. So, not only would you have to have the TV with the app, but you still have to have the bridge anyways. Right, but you have to have the bridge any way to control any of the lights. I have a couple of hue strips and lights uh, right now, and you have to have the bridge just to control those. And the bridge communicates through the the, the smart plugs, right, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember reading this correctly? No. The bridge is uh, like a Wi-Fi. I don't know, I don't know exactly how it connects to, communicates to the, the lights, but it's either like a, a shortwave Wi-Fi or like a uh, like a Bluetooth or something like that. But it has to. And that's one thing that's that's dumb about the bridge is it has to be Ethernet. It has to be plugged in via Ethernet. It has no wireless capabilities itself to. So I couldn't just put it anywhere in my house. That's why that's why I do have a uh, an Ethernet hookup in my kitchen because it was the only Ethernet hookup that I had available. Uh, to plug the the Hue bridge into. Interesting. Because it has to be, it, it's not wireless itself. It has to be hardlined with Ethernet in order to work. But it communicates with the lights uh, wirelessly. Where is this fucking bridge at? Oh, there it is. I'm trying to go through the website and look at it while you're talking. Try to get more. Oh, that. So that's the bridge. Can you see it? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. that's the bridge. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, I've seen these at the store, and I never really went into them because I'm not a big fan. Of oh, the bridge is only $60. What? Why is that so cheap? Because it's just, that's all it does. And, and to, to me, that's still a bit expensive for just a bridge. That's all it does. Is literally just convert, just connect all your lights to it. and Up to 50 lights. 50. Okay, so it's 50 lights. So it's half of what I thought it would be. Okay, so yeah, I was so uh there well, this doesn't show all of it. So the 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 bridge uh connects to the lights via the built-in uh uh receiver in the light or through a smart plug. I'm trying to find where it's at. So some of the bulbs obviously have the housing in the housing of the bulb is a receiver. That lets it communicate with the with the with the bridge, but then right. other ones like the strips, they where they plug in that has the receiver in it. Right. Gotcha. Okay. 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 I'm seeing yeah. it now. Two year warranty. That's actually pretty good. Wow, it's not very big. No, it's not, and it's very light. Three and a half inches by one inch. Yeah. It's very small. Wow. It's very small, very light. So can you hook more than one bridge up? Yes. And then that's how you expand Past 50 uh, out beyond 50 lights. Yeah. And also probably able to do... Bridges. So can, can one bridge do multiple rooms? Yes. Through the... So okay, like right now I okay. have... In my room I have a lamp and a strip light uh in my brother's room he has uh two light bulbs i believe it is and then we actually have another two light bulbs in the guest room yeah yeah that's everything okay all right all right i see yeah and then the app itself you can break up if you just use the app you can break everything up into like master bedroom person adam's room guest bedroom and you can control things that way work does actually connect with home kit and you can just throw all those lights into the, the different rooms home kit control it that way on off or set a percentage uh to to dim the lights to uh or what i have which is why I, which is why I got it in the first place. Uh, I really like this integration between the strip lights. So I put the strip light underneath the edge of my bed, along the uh, along the person side. I guess you should say you could say. And it's hooked up to if this then that, and it's connected to the bed sensor that I have that does from withings that does sleep tracking and whatnot. But then I have it set up to say, hey, if it's between, I think it's, I think it's like 8 p.m. and 7 a.m. And it detects that I get out of bed, it will turn on those strip lights to a very low brightness red so that when I get out of bed, and it takes like maybe 10 seconds to actually turn on. But when I get out of bed, I can actually see where the bed is going back to bed. 
instead of like hitting my foot on the on the edge of the bed or whatnot or stumbling into my desk or, or whatnot, I can actually see it. But because it's a red light, it doesn't fuck with your vision at night. And then once I get back into bed, the sensor says, okay, you're in bed. So send the signal to turn off the light. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so here's a benefit to having the hub as well, or the bridge. Uh, you can actually still control your lights if the Wi-Fi, if the internet goes down. Yes, yeah. Where you couldn't without being, well, no, you'd have to be, I guess you'd, it's still Bluetooth on there, I guess it would still be the same, but you can control them via the, the bridge that way still. Interesting. It is really cool, but there are a lot of downsides to it. Uh, so, like the guest room, you can't turn the light you can't turn the light switch off in the guest room because it's connected to the switched lights. Because obviously, if you do, those lights are no longer getting power, oh. so you can't control them. So you always have to have the if you have them in any type of switched outlet, you have to have that switch turned on all, all the time. Gotcha. They do make a. Uh, what is it? It's if you have like the because I have paddle switches, so it wouldn't work for me. But if you have the more classic uh, clip switches, they do make a a thing that can go over those switches that connects to the hub, and it's basically it turns you at that switch into a push button. It actually doesn't do anything to the button to the switch. Uh, it just prevents you from flipping the switch up or down, you know, on or off. So the switch stays on, the power always stays on, but now you have a push button that uh, controls the light rather than, it's a, actually it's either a push button or it's a, or it's a little turn knob, something or like that. But now you can control that light that is plugged into that switched, uh, switched outlet or switched uh, light fixture. So kind of cool, but it's just a dumb another accessory you have to buy for something like that. They actually have something else for switch lights that can actually you wire into the switch, and it will actually let you control it via the. Oh yeah, I forgot about that thing. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Toggle up to three times to change the scene. Wow, okay. Interesting. Website's very fun to play with on the phone, by the way. Why oh, bad? Most <laughs> websites are. Well, it's because you can actually interact with like the buttons and stuff, so you can like see what it is. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I thought you were being sarcastic. Uh, so the smart plug, this guy here. Yep, uh, I've seen those. That allows you to plug it into any outlet, and that will turn on and off the light via the switch. Yeah, that turns the outlet into uh, something that you can switch on and off. So if you have a dumb lamp, you can plug it into that, leave the lamp on all the time, but the switch is what now, but the outlet is what now controls it. Gotcha. So that'll let you turn on a lamp that doesn't have a hue bulb in it 
whenever you want. Yeah. Oh, you don't have dimmer switches, right? You actually have paddles. Yes, I have paddles. Because there's a uh, a switch, a dimmer switch, that actually has a wireless remote. Yeah, I've seen those. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, they've come out with a lot of stuff that makes it a lot more reasonable to own these things in the past couple of years. Because obviously when they first came out with the Hue lights, they were mostly just the bulbs. And uh, while the bulbs are really cool to play with, they always still had the same problems. Like if somebody, you you had to leave your light switches on all the time in order to use it. And if somebody that doesn't really live in your house, you know, doesn't know about this stuff and just flip switches to turn things off. Well, it just turns off the, the bulb and you defeat the purpose of having smart lights. So they have come out with stuff in the past couple of years to help remedy those, uh, those problems. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. I'm trying to remember anything else that I saw from CES, and I know there was like a, like one or two more things, but I cannot for the life of me remember what they were. Uh, one of the big ones, uh, well, Sony and uh, Honda showed off the smart car. Okay. Uh, which which is weird because it looks like a uh, it's straight up like Night Rider shit because on the front of the uh, car has a a red LED that can pulsate. And if it doesn't say Michael, uh, hello Michael, when I uh, when I unlock my car, I don't want it. Right. I'm garbage. not named Michael, but I mean, I would like to be Michael but Knight still. in my life. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. That's pretty dope. Uh, Sony showed off a couple things for the PlayStation, like the new accessibility controller, which is very similar to what uh, Microsoft did a bunch of years ago. Uh, but theirs looks all fancy and, and shit like that, but has a lot of the... It's a fully customizable uh, accessibility remote that you can pu- plug into accessibility uh, chairs and other uh, devices that uh, people who have disabilities utilize. Um, so you can uh, use uh, speech, uh, different joysticks, um, uh, head-mounted accessories, a bunch of different ones you can plug into them, and so you can play video games with the already adapted controllers uh, on your mobility device. Yeah, I saw that, which is really cool, but all I could think about was why did it take them this long to actually get that out the door? I don't know. Microsoft has had it for so many years now that you would think that Sony would would just put something out to compete with them. Yeah, maybe they want to take their time. And it's not even, this is just project. It's It's a project. It's called Project Leonardo, I think. Um, and I so, can def- yeah, it's probably, yeah, Leonardo. Yeah, I, I can definitely see them taking their time. To, uh, to be fair, like that is not something that is just easy to slap together. And you're like, okay, here's your uh, disab- uh, disability controller. It's like, no, it has to really work for people. You know? Yeah. Uh, but still, like Microsoft released theirs a while ago. You couldn't have just taken that and been like, okay, this is how this works. How can we improve on this and, and PlayStation buy it? Yeah, uh, L, uh, let's see. LG released a, a pro or talked about their prototype for a wireless television. Oh, I did see that one too. Yeah, uh, where they were like, you could put this TV anywhere, and it's like, 
fucking suction cup to a, a window. I think it was. Yeah, they have a bunch, a bunch of weird shit. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's an OLED. Um, that is a a, a wireless device. The only, the only wire it has is for power. Um, and too many wires. Too many wires. Too many wires. Too many wires. Well, we haven't we haven't we haven't really made a way to make a, a, a fusion happen just yet that way. Nope, they uh, did. So no, not yet. It's not stable enough, Joseph. Yeah, close enough. Just point a microwave at it. Yikes! Just point a microwave generator at it. Just just power it off of microwaves. Fucking yikes! It's doable. Yeah, uh, TVs are getting way too big. By the way. Uh, they're just ridiculous. I don't think so. I want uh, I want the future where my wall is just a TV. Like yeah. I just walk by and I'm just like turn on TV and it's just the fucking floor, the ceiling wall wall of a TV. Yeah, it's called Samsung wall the wall TV. But I could just like if I want to, I could just like resize it to whatever I need. Yeah, the Samsung wall does that. Yeah. See, so it's not big. It's not too big. No, but you can. They're, they're like a single unit is to what the fuck? Sharp Aquas. Sharp's making TVs again. Yeah. What the fuck? They've been making a, a like a large one of those large TVs for a while now. XLED, Aquas XLED TVs, hundred and twenty inch version. What the? F- there you go. I'm telling you, that is too fucking big, man. Does it still fit through your your door? I Maybe. Bet it does. Jesus. Okay. Maybe not your door. Holy smokes, man! Ugh. Anyway. Anyhow, Jesus. Sorry. I that can't is... think of anything else more from CES and all my technology right now is failing me all throughout the house. Well, you need to get on fixing that shit, Joe. Yeah, as soon as we get off here, I think I'm going to order a new cable modem and take a look at new wireless routers. Oh, I was going to say, actually, on that uh, thing, not that you, which one you should get, I'm just saying. Uh, what I have seen, because I've been, I, I go in a lot of houses, obviously, with my, with my work, uh, people have those <clears throat> those uh, little hub thingies, mostly in laundry rooms, where like the cable comes in and the internet and blah 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 comes in there, uh, and they're always fighting to get a modem and shit in there because that thing's not very deep. What I have seen people do is mount a shelf above it. Yes, I've thought about doing that. Or if I've even seen people wall mount their router uh, above it and just have a wire poking through the top of it. Yeah, I, I've thought about doing that. The ours is big enough to fit in there, so it, the the fit is no problem. Uh, it's just that a yes, like one component has failed here, meaning that the whole entire thing has failed, which sucks. Which is the one thing that I've always said: never buy a cable modem router combo because wireless router combo because if one fails then you have to replace the whole thing and then I went ahead and did that and uh, something has failed in that line there so now I have to go replace the whole thing Uh, but the same problem still exists of like I can't have a cable modem and then a wireless router I have to find a cable modem which does have a router in there non-wireless 
but it's still expensive. We do sell one. It's like 200 and something dollars. And then I'm going to go get a separate wireless router. Uh, I was thinking about splurging a little fancy on that, but we'll see. Because oh. <laughs> uh, Ubiquity, Ubiquity makes a line of consumer uh, wireless routers, they, and we sell one called the Alien. It's a little expensive, and it's a mesh router that you buy multiples of them to get them to be a mesh. You don't like buy like a main hub router and then satellite ones. So I wouldn't buy multiples of them, but I don't know. We'll see. I think the biggest thing right now is just buy a new cable modem and then see if the wireless, uh, hook up the wireless in another room and see if that still works. But I still have problems not to continue this episode any longer with my, all my, my networking problems, but for some reason, my wireless router, anything on the 2.4 gigahertz band refuses to talk to anything on the 5 gigahertz band, and I don't understand why. That is interesting. Yep. So if for some reason my, my phone hops on the 5 gigahertz band when I get home, but my, uh, but my, uh, home pods are operating on the 2.4 gigahertz and I try to to hand off music or something from my phone to my home pod it'll just be like no fan you can't do that nah dog but if I request it on the home pod it works fine I, I don't know I hate it it's really irritating me as it should uh, and maybe that's what I'll look into as well see what uh, since I do have a bunch of home kit accessories see if there's any newer what newer uh wireless router supports uh, HomeKit uh, integration stuff. Anyway, that's it for me. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for us, too. Uh, This has been Comes Naturally. We have been... Joe. I have been Cody. And as usual, you fuckers just came naturally. Bye.